the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Today on Ring of Truth with Pastor Dan Sexton. That's true for every individual. It does not matter what a person may believe, what religious faith they may have. They may be a Muslim or a Hindu or a Buddhist or an atheist. Uh, Even if they don't believe in Jesus Christ or they don't believe the Bible, even if they have a different holy book, And they have a different worldview. It doesn't matter. God will still be their judge. And God will use the standard of the Bible for that judgment, whether they believe it or not. Have you noticed in current times, but also in the course of history, that nations that don't value human life also don't follow the God of the Bible? It's a recurring pattern that when the one true God is not even a thought in a nation's mind, they end up devaluing human life. Sad. In today's teaching, Pastor Dan helps you see that whether or not a nation or a person believes in God, they will still be judged by God. God's ways and God's word are the standard that you're measured on. Now here's Pastor Dan in the book of Amos chapter 1 for today's edition of Ring of Truth. God will judge Damascus, it says, because, here's here's their sin, because they have threshed Gilead with implements of iron. Now, Gilead was on the eastern side of the Jordan River. Uh, It was a city of Manasseh. Remember, half the tribe of Manasseh settled on the eastern side of the Jordan River. It It was a city or an area that was part of Manasseh. Israelites lived there, and the king of Syria And the Syrian army would frequently invade and make raids on Gilead. But on one occasion in particular, the Syrian army came in, invaded the area of Gilead, took captive some of the Israelites living in Gilead, and then laid them on the ground and drove animals dragging threshing sleds over them. To execute them. And for this atrocity. God's going to judge them. For this disregard for human life. God will judge them. It's just that's just too far. God's patient. But that's too far. And God describes the judgment in verse four. I will send a fire into the house of Haziel. The king. Of Syria, which shall devour the palace of Ben Hadad. I will also notice break the gate bar of Damascus and cut off the inhabitant from the valley of Avon and the one who holds the scepter from Beth Eden. The people of Syria shall go captive to Ker, says 
the Lord. Now, it's interesting to me that God doesn't just completely wipe them out. He doesn't say, I'm just going to send fire down from heaven. I'm just going to burn you to the ground and turn everything into ash. Instead, he says uh, that he's going to break the gate bar of Damascus. You know, you have the city gate. They close the gates at night or when they're under attack. And they have a big bar that they stick in the door to prevent it from being open from the outside. And so God says, I'm just going to break that gate bar so that any nation can just come into your city and conquer you. Isn't that interesting how God's going to handle this? Not just completely wipe them out, but just put them in a position where they're vulnerable to other nations now. And that's God's judgment against this nation. 30 years later, the Assyrians conquered Damascus. They did exactly this. Uh, And the Assyrians treated their captives brutally. Uh, And so Syria kind of got a taste of their own medicine at the hands of the Assyrians 30 years later. So now verse 6 begins Gaza on the western side of the land of Israel. Verse 6. Thus says the Lord for three transgressions of Gaza and for four I will not turn away its punishment because they took captive the whole captivity to deliver them up to Edom. Now, the Philistines lived in Gaza. Um, Goliath was from Gath, which was a city of the Philistines in Gaza. And the Philistines were a constant enemy to Israel. The Philistines frequently invaded Israel, those little Uh, towns, those border towns that were near the border of Gaza. They would raid those cities. Their sin that's mentioned here was that they they would go into those towns, they'd go into those villages along the border in Israel that bordered the land of Gaza, and they would capture Israelites, and then they would sell them into slavery to the Edomites for profit. And so they, they were engaged in uh, kidnapping and human trafficking is what we would call it today. Again, God, God will judge them because of their disregard for human life and their exploitation of people who are made in the image of God because they treat humans as a commodity. And I, you know... As we read through this chapter, I think, man, there's nothing new under the sun, just as Solomon said. Right? There's still, as you know, people who just disregard human life today, who treat human beings as a commodity that they can use for profit. Man hasn't changed at all. And here's the punishment now in verse 7. But I will send a fire upon the wall of Gaza, which shall devour its palaces I will cut off the inhabitant from Ashdod and the one who holds the scepter from Ashkelon. These are all cities in Gaza, Philistine cities. I will turn my hand against Ekron. Look what it says at the end of verse eight. And the remnant of the Philistines shall perish, says the Lord God. Now, if you have an NIV, it says until the last of the Philistines are dead. No one here has ever met a Philistine, have you? Because they're gone. God judged them. So they don't exist anymore. Next, we have the pronouncement against Tyre. 
the city of Tyre in verse 9. Thus says the Lord, for three transgressions of Tyre and for four, I will not turn away its punishment because they delivered up the whole captivity to Edom and did not remember the covenant of brotherhood. Now, Tyre was one of the main cities of the Phoenician Empire. The Phoenicians were a seafaring people. They were seafaring merchants. They transported commodities for others all over the Mediterranean. The Phoenicians served as the middlemen. And we're told here what their sin was, is they served as the middlemen in the trading of slaves. They transported slaves for Edom. In particular, Israelite slaves. Joel makes a reference to this in Joel chapter 3, verse 6, probably just a page back in your Bible. Joel chapter 3, verse 6, it says, Also the people of Judah, the people of Jerusalem, you have sold to the Greeks. The idea there is you sold them as slaves, that you may remove them far from their borders. Look at verse 9 again. It says, because they delivered up the whole captivity of Edom and did not remember the covenant of brotherhood. Uh, The people of Tyre actually at one point had a covenant with the people of Israel in the days of King David. King David made a covenant with Hiram, the king of Tyre. Hiram, the king of Tyre, provided the cedars, the cedars of Lebanon, for David's palace in Jerusalem and provided the cedars for the temple that was built by Solomon and the craftsmen that came down from Tyre who actually built David's palace for him, the skilled craftsmen to do the work. So they had a relationship. They had a covenant. And Tyre broke this covenant of brotherhood with Israel. Verse 10, but I will send fire upon the wall of Tyre, which shall devour its palaces. Uh, verse, uh, again, you know, talking about the destruction of the judgment of Tyre. Tyre was later destroyed. The city of Tyre was destroyed by Alexander the Great in a, uh, a really remarkable story. Uh, Alexander the Great came with his army into the Phoenician Empire. And by this point, the city of Tyre had Uh, moved out to an island off the coast, and they were, you couldn't get to them. And so Alexander the Great built a causeway out to the island so he could attack the city. And the, the causeway is still there today, or at least remnants of it are still there today. Uh, The destruction of Tyre was prophesied in great detail in Ezekiel chapter 26. You can go back and read that on your own. A remarkable prophecy that was fulfilled to the letter. Every jot and every tittle will be fulfilled. Ezekiel 26 and the destruction of Tyre is a great example of that. We'll return to Pastor Dan's message in just a moment. First, Pastor Dan would like to tell you about the new Calvary Chapel Ellicott City app. We recently launched an app for our church and we're really excited about it. It's designed to keep you connected to our radio ministry, Ring of Truth, as well as to our church, Calvary Chapel. And get this, we have over 1,200 sermons on the app. 
The app is super convenient, it's easy to use, and allows you to listen to Bible studies anytime, anywhere. So download the app right now, search for Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City in your app store, or just follow the links on our website at calvaryec.com. What a great way to stay connected to Scripture. Now, back to today's message on Ring of Truth. So now, verse 11, we have Edom, or the Edomites. Thus says the Lord, for three transgressions of Edom, and for four, I will not turn away its punishment, because he pursued his brother with the sword, and cast off all pity, his anger tore perpetually, and he kept his wrath forever. So now you have Edom and the judgment of Edom, the Edomites. The Edomites were descendants of Esau, Jacob's brother. So the Jews and the Edomites were brothers. That's why it says Edom pursued his brother with the sword. It says his anger tore perpetually and he kept his wrath forever, beginning with Esau's anger towards Jacob, his brother, way back in the book of Genesis. The Edomites continued to show anger towards Israel throughout their history together, and they had no pity on Israel. The phrase, to cast off all pity, it's believed to mean the Edomites even, even were violent against the women and violated the women of Israel. And so their perpetual anger grew to the point that they were completely unrestrained. And out of control. Which is what can happen when you have unrestrained anger. And you don't deal with their anger, with the anger. In Numbers chapter 20, Moses sent a message to the king of the Edomites asking permission just to pass through the land. And he says, we're not going to eat any, any of your food. We're not going to take any. We just want to pass through your land And the Edomite king refused to allow them to pass through the land and sent his army out to prevent the children of Israel from entering into the land of Edom. So there's just this anger, this hatred the Edomites felt towards Israel. In the New Testament, it carries over into the New Testament. Herod the Great was from Edomia. He was an Edomite. And Herod the Great is the one that killed the babies in Bethlehem, in the area of Bethlehem, in an attempt to kill Jesus, the one born, the king of the Jews. So it it was a perpetual anger of Edom that continued into the New Testament. The Bible warns against harboring anger and bitterness in our hearts. Ephesians chapter 4 verse 26 says, Do not let the sun go down on your wrath. Or give place to the devil. Don't let the sun go down on your anger. Deal with it immediately. Don't allow it to carry over to the next day. Or two days. Or a week. Or a month. Or a year. Deal with it immediately. Psalm 37 verse 8. Cease from anger. Forsake wrath. Do not fret. It only causes harm. Isn't that true? It only causes harm. In James chapter 1, verse 19, it says, So then, my beloved brethren, let every man be swift to hear, slow to speak, and slow to wrath. For the wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. 
The wrath of man does not produce the righteousness of God. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus said, Love your enemies, bless those who curse you, do good to those who hate you, and pray for those who spitefully use you and persecute you. So they have this perpetual anger against Israel. And so verse 12, now we see the punishment of Edom. But I will send a fire upon Teman, which shall devour the palaces of Basra. That's that's a city in Edom. Verse 13. Thus says the Lord, for three transgressions of the people of Ammon and for four, I will not turn away its punishment because they ripped open the women with child in Gilead. They might enlarge their territory. So here we have Ammon or the Ammonites to the east of Israel. The city of Ammon, Jordan, is named after Ammon. And we see here what their sin is. They ripped open the women with child in Gilead that they might enlarge their territory. Now the Ammonites and the Moabites were both descendants of Lot, so they were distant relatives to the Israelites. Um, you know, but the they they had this horrible action that they took against Israel. This great atrocity. And it says the reason that they did it was just to expand their territory. Not that there's ever a good reason for that, but they did it just to expand their territory. I mean, this just shows how wicked man's heart can be. How desperately wicked. Verse 14, so we have the punishment. But I will kindle a fire in the wall of Rabbah, and it shall devour its palaces amid shouting in the day of battle and a tempest in the day of the whirlwind. Their king shall go into captivity He and his princes together, says the Lord, this happened at the hands of the Babylonians and the Babylonian Empire. They went into captivity to the Babylonians. Thus says the Lord, chapter 2, verse 1, for three transgressions of Moab and for four, I will not turn away its punishment because, look what it says, he burned the bones of the king of Edom to lime. He burned the bones of the king of Edom of Edom to Lyme. So now you have the judgment of the Moabites. The Moabites had an open hostility toward the Israelites going all the way back to the Exodus story. Here we are told of the occasion when the Moabites burned the bones of the Edomite king to Lyme. That means the Moabites burned the bones of the Edomite king to ash to then use the ash as an ingredient in the making of plaster to plaster their walls. So uh, the Moabites were not satisfied with the death of the Edomite king. They dug up his bones to desecrate them in this way, sending a clear message to the Edomites of how little they value the people of, of Edom as human beings. That they burned the bones and used the ash to make plaster to plaster the walls of their palaces. And again, we see this with with all of them. God judges them for devaluing human life. It's been the case with every example so far. Just this devaluing of human 
life, desecrating a human body that is made in the image of God. So the punishment, verse 2, but I will send a fire upon Moab, and it shall devour the palaces of Kerioth. Moab shall die with tumult, with shouting and trumpet sound. I will cut off the judge from its midst and slay all its princes with him, says the Lord. Now, before we go on into verse 4, I want you to please note with me, these are all pagan nations. They don't believe in God. They don't believe in Yahweh. They don't believe in the Lord. They don't believe the Bible. They have their own gods. They have their own belief system. They have their own morals. They have their own world worldview. But that doesn't matter. They're still judged by the Lord. And they are still judged by God's standard, the Bible. That's true for every individual. It does not matter what a person may believe, what religious faith they may have. They may be a Muslim or a Hindu or a Buddhist or an atheist. Uh, Even if they don't believe in Jesus Christ or they don't believe the Bible, even if they have a different holy book and they have a different worldview, it doesn't matter. God will still be their judge and God will use the standard of the Bible for that judgment, whether they believe it or not. A person can say, well, I don't believe in Jesus Christ. It doesn't matter. A person can say, well, I don't believe the Bible. It doesn't matter. That still will be God's standard and basis of his judgment for all people. Now, verse 4. Thus says the Lord, for three transgressions of Judah and for four. I will not turn away its punishment because they have despised the law of the Lord and have not kept his commandments. Their lies lead them astray, lies which their fathers followed. Uh, Again here, you know, the, the attitude of Israel might be, well, all those pagan nations, they deserve God's judgment for for the way that they treated us. And the way that they abused us and the atrocities they committed against us throughout the years. They had it coming to them. They deserve it. But now God declares judgment on Judah. The southern kingdom. These are fellow Jews. These are God's chosen people. So Judah may come as a surprise to Israel. You know, I'm tracking with you all along. Yes, you should judge that nation. Yes, you should judge that. And yes, that apps, they deserve it. Yes, yes. Judah. Wait a minute. Judah, you're going to judge Judah? Our brothers to the south? Judah and Israel acted like those who do not know God. And so they would be treated the same as those who do not know God. You know, I think this illustrates the concept or principle of sowing and reaping. Galatians chapter 6, verse 7 says, Do not be deceived. God is not mocked. For whatever a man sows, that he also reaps. For he who sows to his flesh will of his flesh reap corruption. But he who sows to the Spirit will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. God says, don't be deceived. Don't deceive yourself. God is not mocked. Whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. Judah and Israel both sowed ungodliness 
And so they reaped the same as the ungodly nations. He asked me how I know, and I say, brings truer than the finest crystal. Amos 4, verse 10 says, I sent among you a pestilence after the manner of Egypt. I killed your young men with the sword, and I carried away your horses, and I made the stench of your camp go up into your nostrils. Yet you did not return to me, declares the Lord. The first half of chapter 4 contains many words just like this, where the Lord says, I sent hard, hard things your way, but you didn't return to me. Often we look at hard things as outside the will of God. Certainly, a God who loves us wouldn't send difficulties our direction, or would he? As a loving God, a loving parent, he will do what he needs to do to get our attention and draw us back to him. Examine your own life today. Is there anything you know is not right? Bring it before the Lord today. Turn your heart toward him. You've been listening to Pastor Dan Sexton right here on Ring of Truth, a ministry out of Calvary Chapel, Ellicott City in Columbia, Maryland. You live in the area? We'd love to meet you. Come join us on a Sunday morning for worship. You can find all the information you need at calvaryec.com. Once again, the website is calvaryec.com. And for those of you who aren't in the area, head on over to iTunes and find our podcast. We have so many more great messages to share with you. Well, we are running out of time for today, but we want you to know that we are praying for you. So come back and see us again next time for another great message on Ring of Truth. I see the signs and I recognize the hands that crack. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.